What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. I'm super excited. We've got a very, very cool guest. He's about to drop a lot of wisdom, a lot of great um, value for us today. He's a spiritual teacher, personal transformation coach, a TEDx speaker, an award-winning author. Please welcome Christian De La Huerta to the show. <laughs> Christian, thank you for joining us today. Can you please tell the audience a little bit about your background? Hey, Deanna, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate being here with you. Uh, um, yeah, I've been, let's see, where to start? I was born in Cuba, um, lived there my first 10 years of life, came to the States when I was 10, um, and have lived in all different places. I'm only missing one state, Alaska. Really? Um, and I've been, I've been doing personal transformation uh, retreats, workshops uh, for, for over 30 years. Um, like you said, I'm a TEDx speaker. I'm all about facilitating personal transformation, focusing on personal relationships, relationships that actually have a chance of working, uh, personal empowerment, work specifically with women's empowerment, um, coming from my belief that that is the single most important thing that needs to happen in the world. I deal with issues like life purpose, living heroically, um, et cetera. I love that. And so I actually have a lot of questions around what you just said. I guess my first one is why women specifically? Why do you think that that is like, like something that you think that needs to be, be fixed? Well, because I think about it strategically, like we're facing so many different um, challenges as a species. I mean, just to begin with the, the environmental crisis, and that can become just so overwhelming. Like, what can I do about any of those things? Yeah. Um, polarization, you know, the, the the rise in autocrat, the autocratic movement, uh, the threats to democracy, et cetera, et cetera. So many challenges that we're facing, the polarization. Um, and so I believe that when women are in 50% of power in the world, we're gonna have a very different relationship to war and poverty and hunger and social justice and how we treat the environment and to all of it. So it's, it's like a strategic thinking, what is one thing that I could focus on that will then impact? Um, a lot of different uh, other areas. Yeah, I like that. And I think that you are are correct. We're on the right path, but we're not there yet. So, I mean, we have a little ways, a little further to go. Um, when did you, why did you start your transformational uh, coaching journey? Because you said 30 years ago, what did you do 30 years prior to what you're doing now? Well, I've kind of always been in the field um, or related fields. My dad was a psychiatrist, my degrees in psychology. So I was always going to do something in that area. That's sort of my, my gifts and my, my skill set is, is in that um, area of helping people uh, fulfill their, their potential uh, to get themselves free, to transcend you know, the obstacles that we've allowed to hold us back from having the kind of lives and the kind of relationships that we dream of. I started thinking about this question about power. It's probably been, like it was originally inspired because I'm, I, I come from a large family, you know, a large Catholic family. There's nine of us. Wow. And all of us can see within 12 years, my older sister, um, you know, as a kid, she was like a natural born leader. Um, she would bust around not only the nine of us, but the entire neighborhood of 15, 20 kids. And, and not in a bossy way, she would just say, hey, let's go do that. And we would all say, okay, let's all go do that. And when she hit puberty, Deanna, she turned that off. She turned those natural leadership skills. She just turned that off. And I don't know if somebody said something to her directly or whether she just picked it up through osmosis from society that 
you know, little girls and women didn't behave that way. Yeah. Um, and I, th I always thought that was really tragic. Yeah, that, well, yeah, I, I know I get even recently, <laughs> my last job, they told me, my boss told me, uh, you need to soften your approach. You are too aggressive. You're type A. I said, I know I am. Isn't that why you hired me? <laughs> you know, like, because uh, I'm all, also, I'm the oldest of five, so not quite nine, but we had a large family. My mom's one of six, and I have that natural leadership ability, and I've, I actually, I've grown more into it. Um, just because I had to fend for myself a lot. My, my father was a deadbeat and, but I have along the way been told certain things to try to stop me from being like that natural person that I'm supposed to be. And so exactly. I, can relate, I can relate to that. So she probably did. Someone probably did say something to her. Exactly. And I mean, and that's a great example. The exact same qualities that in a guy we go, Oh my God, what a strong, clear headed, uh, determined leader in a woman. What do we call her? Her, right five letter word she's a bitch yeah exact same behaviors exact same qualities but we it's so layered with some so much misogyny yeah yeah it's really it's really discouraging i'm still uh you know what when that happened i kind of was like hmm i took a moment i had to sit in those feelings and i was just like i'm not gonna let this affect me and i just kept moving forward so <laughs> Good um, <for> you. <laughs> it's not easy all the time but you know because we are emotional women are emotional and sometimes you can, can get caught up in that and so if i just i allow myself to sit in that in those feelings and then i let it then let it go because i think that's, that's healthy good. instead of pushing it down and trying to like you know um let it hold me back yeah and we're and we're all emotional you know it's yeah, just like yeah we're all conditioned to make the emotions weakness and particularly guys. You know, since we were kids, we were told little boys don't cry. And, and, and what, a, and, and why is that? Because only little girls fly, cry. And does that mean that the feminine is weakness is like so many faulty assumptions in that. Yeah. Now, first of all, if, if you want to talk uh, power and courage and strength and resilience, let's talk about the power of creation that, that, that lives in a female body. Um, and, and also the, the second faulty emotion there, I mean, or assumption there is, is that the emotions are weakness. It's like, wait a minute. Emotions are neither strength nor weakness. They're not good. They're not bad. They're just energy. Like, like what used to be spiritual teaching that everything is energy. Now we know from quantum physics, it's all energy, which means that this chair that I'm sitting on, the computer, the body, the emotion, all of that energy, energy cannot be destroyed. And, and that's part of the reasons that we get into trouble with the emotions because we, we think that by suppressing them, we're going to deal with them. And we know they don't, right? They just get, so they, they, they get suppressed and they get suppressed and then they're having an impact on us from the subconscious. And, and only two things can happen, right? Because those energy cannot be destroyed. So it's going to come out one way or another. So it's either going to, we suppress, Press, suppress, suppress, and the next unfortunate one says something the wrong way, the wrong way, and boom, explosion. Yep. And we cause harm to our relationships. Or suppress, 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 suppress. And then it starts seeping out and, and becoming showing up as physical symptoms. Yes. Cancer, heart attacks, ulcers. So we've got to we've got to get this down. We've got to heal our relationship to our emotions and learn how to communicate them courageously and correct and compassionately, both. And we gotta heal our relationship through power. Yeah, because that's another one that we have a conflict with. I, I love that. I I actually had a conversation. One of my guests, he is, is called Purpose 
Full Brotherhood. I think that's what the name of the episode was. And he's all about, um, you talked about men and how allowing them to, you know, thinking that feelings are weakness. And he specifically focuses, focuses on encouraging men to allow themselves to feel, allow themselves to cry because it is not weakness is actually a strength to allow yourself to be vulnerable. And it, and like you said, it, it impacts your relationships if you're able to process your feelings in a healthy way. So I, I mean, you might want to talk to him. You might, you might be able to do some stuff together. <laughs> That'd be great, Dan. I definitely like to connect with him and you're totally right. It's like we, we've gotten confused. We think vulnerability is weakness. And then we think that we walk around like there's like these uncaring, unfeeling robots that that is powerful. It's like, wait a minute, like living like this, you know, in DEFCON 1, waiting for the next attack, just just like, this is not power. This is this is like fear. prison. Yeah, it's and like it's prison. And, and men have paid a price for that too. Yeah. Not only, not only in terms of longevity, like women outlive men by five years in the US, by seven years globally. And, and I know that it's because part of it is because we walk around like, like this robots and there's a price to pay for those. Yeah. Also, the rate of suicide. It's, it's, an inter, in, in, it's another interesting number. Men in the U.S. commit suicide four times as frequently as women. In fact, 70% of the suicides in the U.S. are committed by men. And by middle-aged white men, which are still the ones who hold the majority of the power in the world. Yeah. Which which leads us to think, wait a minute, what's going on there? Because we would think that the group that holds the majority of the power would have a better life and, yeah. and live longer. But no. And I think part of it, part of it is part of that dissatisfaction is because we walk around like suppressing entire parts of who we are as humans. And that's just not going to work. No, that uh, th those are staggering numbers. I didn't know mm -hmm. that. That's pretty um, yeah. um concerning. Yeah, come on, man, you got to get it together. Let those feelings come out. <laughs> <laughs> Support for Label Free Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Now, ladies, you can use this too. We're all inclusive here. Manscaped is trusted by over two million men worldwide, and now we're gonna have the ladies too. Because come on, ladies, let's be real. We have an exclusive offer for my listeners, 20% off plus free shipping with the code labelfree20 at manscaped.com. So thank you, Manscaped, for your support. And everybody is welcome to purchase with my code. <laughs> Talk to us about your book. I love Awakening the Soul of Power and how to heroically, um, uh, I, I, how, what is the, the rest of the title? How to Live Heroically and Set Yourself Free. So when did you start writing this book or when did this come into motion for you because that is a very the, the title is very powerful thank you um i start, i probably started thinking about it and, and developing my thinking about it and testing um you know the teachings out and the concepts out in retreat 10 years ago and it took COVID. it took the pandemic to sit my butt down and get it out of my head and onto the computer screen and then paper so um i mean without minimizing the tragedy of the pandemic for me it was it was helpful because i I went from 100,000 miles on an airplane a year to like zilch. And that gave me the opportunity to not only finish this book, but to begin to work on the on the second one in the series, which I'm about halfway done. And I was created virtual online coaching programs, which I've known for years I needed to do, but I was just too busy flying from place to place, from event to event. Uh, so the book is for everybody, you know, like, like, like but it has that particular message for women. Um, and because because we all struggle with issues around power. We have a conflicted relationship with power. Um, so, you know, part of us wants it, 
part of us is afraid of it. And I think what we fear, like if we really owned our power fully, if we really stepped into our power and be all of who we are, that other people wouldn't be able to handle it and that we might end up rejected and alone. And who wants that? Uh, we also fear that we might abuse it. And no wonder, like how many abuses of power have we witnessed in our lives in mm -hmm. any given day? All I gotta do is turn on the news and to witness at least one abuse of power. And then combine that with the fact that we've been conditioned to believe that power is a bad thing. Power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. Who wants to be corrupted? But what they didn't tell us about that quote is that Lord Acton was speaking specifically about political power, yeah. not personal power. So when you add to that what we're talking about with the with the emotions, we you know we've been to, to reject the emotions, we hate conflict, we avoid confrontation, what happens is that we give up, we sell out on our own personal power. We say yes, when inside we feel no. We, we, in, and, and all of it for, like, for kind of lame reasons, for an illusion of security, for a false sense of acceptance. We, we stuff ourselves into small little packages that are not going to rock the boat too much, that are not going to be threatening, and, and we, we settle for crumbs, for morsels of pseudo love because it's not even real love because we're not presenting ourselves authentically so anything we get in in, in response isn't can, cannot be real either uh, so it's not a good strategy and the book walks the reader through how do we step into power in a way that's not about hierarchy control fear force domination that doesn't require that we push anybody down step on them in order for us to feel powerful how do we do it in a different way yeah yeah i, I love that and so you um, it says here that you are won several awards for this book, nonfiction book award, the Nautilus book award. You even had uh, a Grammy award winner, Gloria Estefan, um, say something very positive about your book. That had to be very exciting for you. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, for like a 24 hour period, I couldn't even believe that 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 had, that had happened. Um, and it actually <laughs> took me. I actually courted her for two years. Yeah, maybe longer. Maybe we could even three years to get that endorsement. Um, how did she? How did she um, find your book? How did she come? Did you send it to her? Yeah. Well, here's here's the fun story. The story has got a good message. Um, I was living in Miami at the time, and I read somewhere that she was going to be honored at some kind of gala. So I bought a ticket, went to the gala. At the end of it, I beeline. Right, I wanted to make sure that I met her before she left, and so I was able to. She was incredibly generous and accessible, and just so real and authentic. So we bonded because I said to her, you, you know, when when before Gloria was Gloria, when it was Miami Sound Machine, yeah, <laughs> way back then, they used to play at our high school dances. Get out. So, so we laughed about that and we bonded about that. And um, and then you know, I said, Well, I've got this book that I think you're gonna be interested in, and told, told her a little bit about the women empowerment part of it. And so then she gave me the card to her manager, and that's the part that took two years. He was doing his job, he was being the guardian, you know, the yeah, guard, yeah. the guard dog yeah um and so finally i had an uh, like i was about to give up and then i had a then i, I rethought this i was all right what's why she probably gets these requests constantly so what's going to make this one stand out what's going to touch her heart and make her want to do this and so i rewrote the, the the book as part of a series on what it means to live heroically in the 21st century so i did some research um and i found out her dad had been a, a counter-revolutionary so in, in other words whether he had fought against the the Castro and tried to free Cuba from the communist regime. 
as my parents my parents had done in a different way yeah. when they were in Cuba. And so I spoke about heroism and how and all the sacrifices her father and our parents had made and for a larger cause, um, for freedom. And I said, and, and the way that you recovered from your bus accident was inspiring and nothing short of heroic. And many people have all over the world, millions of people have been inspired by that. And and then I said, and, and all true stuff, I said, and thanked her for generosity because she had supported so many other Latino uh, and Latina artists to, to make it. So that's it. So... So would you help this fellow Cuban-American to reach a broader audience? Would you write an endorsement to the book? And two months went by and nothing. Three months went by and nothing. And I, was, I had to go to press. So I, I was about to give up. And then I listened to the quiet voice inside and, I was, and said, just one more. And I said, all right, all right, one more. And I wrote her, her manager and said, hey, if, I'm not stalking, but I just need to know if, if you got my email because I've got to go to print. And this time he got right back to me within the hour. And he said, yes, um, she's halfway through your book. Can you give us another week? Uh, she's loving it. So, of course, I would have given them another month. <laughs> Making me cry a little bit over here. That's a, that is a great story. Like, talk about your perseverance and <laughs> determination to get that from her. But I'm, uh, I think That's I'm going to message. I'm gonna have to purchase that book because I'm thinking I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to love it, too. What is the, the one main takeaway that you'd like people to know about, about your book and how it can help them? That, that that there is a way that we can step into our power that is a match for who we are and 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 that we no longer have to go around selling out and giving up our power that there's a way that we don't have to get stuck in power struggles yeah. that there's a way that we can and that it all begins with understanding who we are and how our minds work and what why we do what why what we do and, and why do we get triggered by certain things and why do we get stuck stuck in, in certain relationship patterns that sometimes feel like it's the same boring movie just with a different actor a different lead but it's the same kind of crap coming up so so i walked the book uh, the, the reader by the hand short chapters with interactivity with practices at the end of each chapter and, and none of it dem demanding of a lot of time it's like i know how busy everybody is yeah. so but but if they will the reader will spend a chapter a week a short chapter will take 10 15 minutes to read spend a little bit of time with the practices because those are the ones that are going to make sure that the practice that the teachings don't stay at the level of good information we don't need more information we need we got information overload yeah. what we need is transformation and that comes from really taking on and applying these teachings and integrating them into our lives and and the book is designed to to support that i love that i love that even more so if someone actually wanted to go a step further and was interested in working with you so they got the book they're like this is great i really connect with christian and they but how what does that look like for them if they're looking to have you as a coach yeah well right now i'm doing um virtual i haven't started live events yet i'm hoping that this year it'll be safe to go back and do you know the, the live retreats and workshops and I take people to to beautiful spiritually based locations in the world, you know, Hawaii, Machu Picchu. I'm putting together a trip to Ecuador, where I've been living the last couple of months, um, and you know, southern France, uh, New Mexico. All all things are kind of like a, a hybrid vacation and and spiritual retreat. Um, and by the way, when I say spiritual, non-denominational. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't follow any one particular uh, religious path. And so in terms of reaching me, the best place um, is my website. From there, they can access my, my social media. And for your audience, anybody who's watching or listening to this, if they'll go to soulfulpower.com and get on my email list. And we know how easy it is to click on 
subscribe if, if it doesn't work for you down the road. And I'm not going to take it personally. But anybody who gets on the email list will get a sample chapter from the book, the one that talks about what it means to live heroically in the 21st century. They'll get some of these practices that you and I are talking about. And they'll, they'll get a guided uh, teaching and a recorded meditation about living, moving into trust. Like how do we live in trust in these times of chaos and fear and uncertainty? Yeah, that's a, that's a good one right there. Do you, how long are the retreats typically? Well, the live retreats are usually Thursday night to Sunday afternoon. Okay. Um, the the ones where I take people to different locations in the world, those are longer, a week, ten days, sometimes. Nice. Um, and the the virtual um, coaching program that I've got going on now, it's it's a year long experience. But again, just bite size, a little bit of content each week. But it's that stretching it out over years is actually making the transformation more sustainable is what I'm discovering. Yeah, I, I would imagine so, because, you know, we're all, we're a constant work in process. You know what I mean? Like we're always exactly. you should always be striving to improve, to grow, to, you know, try to find that healing within. And I'm, I'm a big believer in, in that. So I think that the year is I mean, especially if you're just doing it once a week in bite sized form, like you, you say, I think that's really good because it helps someone actually make a real change in their life. Exactly. Instead of putting a Band-Aid yeah, on exactly. it. <laughs> exactly. So we're getting here. We're close on time. So it's almost time for us to say goodbye. Um, so we've talked about your, your coaching. We've talked about your book. Is there anything you have a new book coming out? Is there anything else that you have that, that you'd like to share with the audience so that we can, that we can tell them? <laughs> um, no, I think that's the program that I, that I have going on now. I do, I do virtual summits too, where I have, you know, different speakers um, once a year, twice a year. Um, so and, and, and with incredible speakers, I you know, like I'm sure you do because you've had some amazing guests on your show. Um, I also know a lot of people who are really doing great work in terms of helping people get free and empowered and helping our collective um, transformation. Um, so, yeah, when they get on my email list, they'll get information about all those programs. And, and I wanted to thank you, Deanna, not only for having me on the show, but for doing the work that you do, that it's, it's so I mean, in so many ways, we're speaking the same language, maybe with different aspects of the aspects of the prism through which we see it but with your podcast and label free and living label free it's it's also making a difference and your willingness to have the show a lot of lives are being impacted so thank you well that's that was very sweet thank you for that um it was an absolute pleasure christian i will put all of his links in the show notes you guys so do not hesitate to reach out buy the book subscribe all that stuff and um, if he touched you in a way that you felt that you connected with him, go ahead and, and sign up for those coaching, um, his virtual coaching. And so, I, like I told you before we say goodbye, I know you dropped a lot of wisdom, a lot of great advice. I mean, it was a great conversation, just very open. Um, any last words of wisdom or advice you'd like to leave with the audience? I would say, you know, there isn't, we're living in really critical times. Yes. Um, you could even say that humanity is at a choice point, you know, which, which way are we going to go? What, what kind of relationship with the planet and with ourselves and with each other are we, are we choosing to have? And, you know, the planet will be fine. It might take a few million years, but life will continue. Life will find homeostasis. Again, consciousness will continue evolving. Maybe it turns out to be an enlightened cockroach planet. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Whether we make it, that's the question, right? We're, we're just now beginning to witness whatever it is that we have unleashed on the environment. So 
anybody listening to anybody listening or watching this who has the slightest suspicion, the, the, the slightest inkling that they have work to do in terms of providing healing, teaching, becoming activists for change, this is it. Like, this is the time that we've, we've been waiting for. Yes, I would agree. Very powerful word, words. Thank you, Christian, so much for being a guest. Definitely keep us posted on any new um, projects you have going on. We'd love to have you back and share with the audience. Uh, it was an absolute pleasure. I could talk to you probably for hours about all this stuff because I like to get real deep. <laughs> so yeah, you, are, you, you know, you and I would not run out of stuff to talk about. No, definitely not. I got to get that book and then follow up with you. <laughs> well, let me know. I'll send it to you. Oh, okay. Thank you so much. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Radalescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, follow, comment, all that good stuff. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.